Do you shudder at the thought of a job interview? Well, it's time to relax and enjoy interviewing, or at least be prepared for the process. Let's talk brass tacks about job interviews here on episode 18 of The Nurse Keith Show. Welcome to The Nurse Keith Show, where I share with you the education and inspiration you need to take your nursing career to the next level. The Nurse Keith Show is your destination for savvy and up-to-date information that will assist you in creating the most satisfying nursing and healthcare career possible. Welcome and enjoy the show. everyone and welcome back to the nurse keys show thanks to everyone again for the emails and the facebook messages and the tweets greatly appreciated and i want to give a shout out to jamie over at the promed network the nurse keith show is now syndicated on promed and i really want to thank him for believing in me and for getting this show out to so many more people through that platform of healthcare podcasters at promed network and promednetwork.com And I just want to send some gratitude to Kevin Ross, my friend and colleague over at RNFM Radio, and his show, The Innovative Nurse Show. And new developments are on their way about the Pulse Media Group podcasting network. Stay tuned for that. Some exciting things coming to you this summer and fall. Anyway, I'm really happy you're here again for episode 18 of The Nurse Keith Show. I can't believe I'm up to episode 18. And we're talking today about interviews. When I interview for a job, I'm generally pretty relaxed. I do my best to enjoy the experience. And I look at it as a two-way street. It's not just them grilling me with questions. I actually get to interact with the people interviewing me. I don't look at it as a very high-stakes, all-or-nothing type of game. I look at it as research and development for my career. And if the job works out, it works out. If it doesn't, it doesn't. So going into an interview process with a relaxed attitude will really help you get a leg up on this process. Interviews can be successful even if you don't get the job. Sometimes they're more successful if you aren't hired. And the reason why is because you're also interviewing the people who are interviewing you and you're interviewing the organization. Sometimes during the course of an interview or a tour of a facility, you realize there's no way you're going to accept a job there. And the interview is part of the way that you determine that. So again, it doesn't have to be all or nothing. It doesn't have to be high stakes. This can just be the process for getting you from point A to point B to point C. A lot of my coaching clients come to me because they're anxious about interviews. They're putting out a lot of resumes. They're getting called in to go and talk to HR people or managers at various agencies or organizations or facilities. I have lots and lots of tips for interviewing. I can't share them all here right now. This is going to have to be a series of podcasts over time. But I'm going to give you my 10 best rules for getting ready for interviews. You ready? Rule number one, dress for success. 
I have to admit, I'm sometimes shocked how casually people dress for job interviews these days. Here in the southwestern U.S., it is a little casual, and I know that our society, our culture has become somewhat casual in general, but you want to always overdress a little bit for an interview. Please don't underdress. Definitely wear clothes that are comfortable, but you want them to be well-pressed, very clean, and sharp. You want your shoes to be clean and polished. Men, you should be well-shaved and well-groomed. Women, you can wear whatever amount of makeup feels appropriate and according to your personal preferences, but dressing nicely, overdressing just a touch is definitely a good idea. Rule number two, know where to go. Nothing, folks, nothing is going to stress you out more than getting lost on your way to an interview or not knowing where to park. If you have time, and I recommend making time, do a trial run to the location of your interview one or two days prior to the event. Make sure where you have to park, make sure what door you're going to go in, and what building the interview is taking place in. If you'll need change for a parking meter, make sure you have enough money on hand. If you're going to park in a lot, make sure you have your credit card or cash with you. If the building where the interview is being held is very large and very complicated, go inside the building, find the floor, find the room where the interview is taking place so that you'll know where to go on the day of your interview. Rule number three, be on time. Actually, I should rename that be early. You absolutely without a doubt, need to be on time for your interview. In fact, you should be about 10 minutes early. No excuse is going to make up for your being late. That trial run you took the day before, that'll let you know how much time it'll take you generally to get to the interview location, but you need to add in some time for traffic, for construction, and other unexpected delays that there's no way for you to know what will happen on your way. So be on time by being early and knowing where to go prior to the day of the interview will help you be on time. Rule number four, smile, make eye contact, and shake hands. Smiling is a simple human form of communication. And smiling along with eye contact really can create a feeling of warmth, trust, and connection. And that's what you want human connection. Speaking of connection, when you shake hands with someone at your interview, make sure your grip is firm, but not overpowering. You don't want to hurt the person. And in our culture, a handshake can be interpreted both consciously and unconsciously. It's a form of body language and also a form of communication. Have you ever shaken someone's hand and their handshake feels kind of like a limp fish? feels like they're not really there, they're not present, they're not really showing up in the handshake. Don't be that person. Your handshake should be firm, it should be confident, and last one or two pumps so that the person knows you're there, you know they're there, and then you let go. That's a proper handshake. Rule number five, be aware of body language. I know a handshake is part body language, and your body language speaks volumes about you, so be aware of what your body's doing during an interview. 
The crossing of legs is considered pretty normal in our society, but if you're switching legs every minute or so, or you're tapping your foot repeatedly, you're not demonstrating that you're calm. You're demonstrating anxiety, nervousness. So be certain if you're crossing your legs, do so calmly. And if you need to recross them several minutes later, do so, but don't make a habit of it every minute or two. It'll be distracting. Be certain not to sit with your arms crossed because that really shows a closed form of body language. Rely on somewhat of an open posture. If you're a person who fidgets, try to break that habit of fidgeting with your hair, fidgeting with your eyeglasses. This can be seen as nervousness, and it can also be distracting for the interviewer, as well as things like scratching your head, rubbing your ear, rubbing your nose. You know, if you have an itch, by all means, you can scratch it, but be conscious of the ways you move, be conscious of the ways you use your body, and make sure you're moving because you need to, not out of pure habit. Rule number six, take your time. A mistake a lot of people make in interviews is they rush to answer questions, and that rushing can really mess you up. So take your time responding. There may be questions that are uncomfortable, and you actually may rush to answer them quickly, probably because you want to get that out of the way as soon as possible and move on to the next question. Instead, if they've offered you some water, Take a sip of water and buy yourself a couple seconds to think. Focus on your breathing and then respond when you've calmed yourself down a little bit. Don't rush and don't talk for the sake of talking. Don't try to fill an empty space. Be comfortable with the quiet. Be comfortable with several seconds of silence. And speaking of that water, if you're going to take a sip of water, many of us when we're anxious... In sort of a tense situation, we'll take a sip of water and then start to choke on it because we don't swallow properly. Be very conscious of how you drink that water, how you swallow, so that you don't start spluttering all over the person's desk. So take your time. Interview rule number seven, be prepared. Make sure, folks, that you do your homework about the organization or facility where you're interviewing. Look up its accomplishments, look up their mission statement, their vision statement, look up the position and the department that you're applying for. You can even print some of these things up and have them in a folder with you to refer to them. Any salient information you can glean from your research is great. Look up the CEO and CFO and COO on LinkedIn. Read a little bit about them. If they've done really interesting things or they've had great accomplishments, Mention them in your interview. It'll show that you're prepared. It shows that you've done your homework and that you're a professional. Part of being prepared, too, and part of diligently being ready for an interview is having your own questions ready to roll. Interviews, like I said, are a two-way street. So you definitely want to have questions of your own on tap. So when they say, so Susan, what would you like to know about our organization You're not flubbing and trying to think of something at the last moment. Your questions are ready, and you come across as consummately prepared for this conversation. Rule number eight, practice. Preparing for an interview means practicing your responses to certain types of interview questions. 
If you're not sure what interview questions there are out there, download some typical questions from the internet or buy a book of common questions. If you're interviewing for a nursing job, just Google nursing job interview questions. You'll get thousands of hits. Look at some of those lists. See the kinds of questions that people are saying they've been asked or coaches or writers are saying you will be asked. You can practice with a career coach like me, or you can just enlist a colleague, a friend, or a family member, and they can practice by asking you the questions and giving you feedback about your responses. Focus on the questions that make you nervous. Don't skip them. If there are questions that you feel kind of shaky about, those are the ones to practice and lean into. The more you practice them, the more you go over those responses, the more they'll roll off your tongue and you'll be prepared and it'll decrease your anxiety because you know you can handle whatever they throw at you. Rule number nine, bring the essentials. When you go to an interview, bring extra copies of your resume and references printed on very nice resume paper, preferably printed on a laser printer, not an inkjet. Also bring a pen or two and a professional-looking folder or portfolio. You can pick up a leather-bound portfolio at a stationery store or one of those big box office stores kind of that leather-bound thing that opens. There's a pocket on the left and maybe a legal pad and a little clipboard on the right. That looks very nice and professional. You can have a couple pens in there, have your resumes, a couple business cards, and you'll be ready to roll. Bring the essentials so that you're ready to take notes and whip out a copy of your resume if they ask you for one. Interview rule number 10, follow up. After an interview, it's really essential, folks, to send a professional, well-written thank you note to the interviewer who you sat with. If there's more than one, send a copy to each one. Don't send an email. Make sure to do old-fashioned U.S. mail, a follow-up thank you letter printed on the same paper that you printed your resume and your cover letter, and it'll look like a really nice package. This letter should also have the same letterhead that your resume and cover letter have. Your thank you letter is not a cover letter. Rather, it can be used to highlight how much you enjoyed the conversation and meeting the people with whom you met. You can talk about how lovely the facility was, how you feel your specific skill set can fulfill the needs of the organization. Be as specific here as you can. You can highlight positive things you learned about the position, positive things you learned about the organization, and you can express gratitude for the opportunity of sitting for the interview. Now, even if the interview was for a job that you don't really want, still send a thank you letter by U.S. mail. Now, you don't have to be as specific and say how much you enjoyed it and how your skills are going to fulfill that position, but you also don't say you don't want the job. You can just say, thank you so much for the opportunity. I look forward to hearing from you. Keep it more simple, but definitely send a thank you. It's a nice touch. Very few applicants actually follow up appropriately after an interview. So if you want to stand out from the crowd, follow up in a timely manner with a really well-crafted thank you letter. There's so much more I could say about job interviews, but these podcasts are brief, so we're going to have to do a series over a period of time so we can cover all of your questions, all of the things my clients have brought to me, and some of the rules I've gone over 
could actually be full podcasts themselves because we could really expand and expound on each of them. Interviews are a really important aspect of your job search process, so you need to get comfortable with them. It's really essential. You don't have to enjoy them like I do, but you can at least learn how to interview well through preparation, good interview skills, and really excellent follow-up. So folks, if you have an interview coming up and you're a little anxious about it, email me at keith at nursekeith.com. You can have a 30-minute chat with me and we can talk through some of your anxiety and maybe go over a couple of the questions that are really vexing you at this time. If you just have a quick question about interviews, again, email me at keith at nursekeith.com. Send me your question. I will respond within a couple days. You can also post a question on Facebook because then everyone will benefit from your question. That's actually probably the best place to ask. Or you can hit me up over on LinkedIn and ask it there, and I will certainly respond. So again, interviews are integral to the job search process. We all have to do them unless we're entrepreneurs and we don't have to interview for jobs anymore. This is an important skill. And knowing how to approach them so that you can be calm, cool, collected, and well-prepared will serve you so well in your job search. Thanks again for listening to episode 18 of the Nurse Keith Show. Summer's coming just around the corner, folks. I hope you have some nice plans for yourself over the course of the next few months. Keep coming back to the Nurse Keith Show. Keep in touch with me. Take care of yourselves and others. And I'll be back next week with another episode of The Nurse Keith Show. Thanks for listening to The Nurse Keith Show. I hope you feel uplifted and empowered from today's episode, and I encourage you to take inspired action every day in the interest of your career satisfaction and professional development. Be sure to follow the show on iTunes, follow at Nurse Keith on Twitter, like Nurse Keith Coaching on Facebook, and email me at keith at nursekeith.com with your questions and comments. Stay positive, care for yourself and others, keep moving your career forward, and tune in again as we explore how to make your nursing and healthcare career better than you ever imagined.